everybody. My name's Tony Cardenas, and we're going to talk real estate. My guest on the show today is Greg Cooper with Compass Real Estate here in Carmel, Indiana. How are you doing, Greg? Mr. Tony, such a pleasure to be with you. And, and usually, I, you know, as people who maybe have heard us somewhere along the way, I always like to throw you a curveball at the start, but we're not going to do that today because we want it to be fun and informative, and I don't want you mad at me. So well, we got a lot to talk about today in the real estate world. You know... Real estate can be a dry topic, let's just be honest. But right now, it's changing so fast. I mean, it's just really fascinating to watch economics at work. And they are right now in a huge way, not only in our our country as a whole, but certainly in the local real estate market. Well, Greg, I got to tell you something. You know, I've talked to several real estate agents around and the market has changed drastically with the interest rates where they're heading up towards the eights right now, no matter what anybody says. Uh the market is really changing. And, and here's something that I want to discuss with you as a uh, top priority. Housing Wire, okay, comes out yesterday, okay, which feeds over to the Wall Street Journal and to Real Trends. Housing Wire says inventory is barely positive heading into fall. Yeah. Okay. So, Greg, let's talk about that a little bit of what's going on uh, about people listing their homes, and then we're going to go into the buyers. Well, in my experience right now, the only people selling are the ones that have to. They're, they're not, you're not just joyriding out there if you're a home seller heading through the middle of September because the environment is not one that leads most homeowners to think that they're going to get a premium on their home with rates being what they are and the seasonality being what it is. Well, that's right. And, you know, uh, the joyriders out there looking at houses, thinking about moving, um, that traffic pattern is down because of what the interest rates are doing. And um, why should they give up a 2.75 rate to three and a half percent rate, or even a 4% rate they have to go get a nicer home or bigger home and um, risk they're going to be the cost. They're going to be driven by, by one thing, the opportunity to buy a product, a home, if you will, that is one that they're not ever going to get again. They have to find something that is so uniquely fitting of their needs, right. whatever that might be, or just so unique in general. And I've got a couple right now that I have for sale that are really unique, and they're just great fits for somebody, not for everybody. But the point is, there aren't any others like it. Right. I have a couple of ones that are very specifically built, and still, we're struggling. It's very price sensitive. Right. So the listings that you have right now, what kind of traffic, what's the price point? Uh, anywhere from 450 to 750. And what kind of traffic are you getting right now? So I'm holding them open a lot because you you have to just get as many bodies here. This is truly a numbers game right now. Sure. And I'm getting fairly good traffic on both of them. I mean, I've probably had 10 to 12 groups each of the last three weekends, even including the holiday weekend. And I, I think before that, back in August, I'd held the one open and, and had 18 groups through. So that's in two-hour time span, that's a lot of people. And that's a healthy amount of traffic to try and find the right buyer for the home. Exactly. Well, I mean, what are you hearing uh, from other agents and even the people that are walking through these homes? Are they talking... Are they bringing up the interest rates? Are there any special deals out there? Because there's not a lot of special deals out there. There aren't any special deals. And there are some buyers who think that, well, because the rates are higher, I want to get a little better deal on this house. And the buyers and sellers are not always meeting in the middle in that. I mean, sometimes buyers just aren't buying because they don't feel like that whatever the product is they're looking at is worth what they're going to have to spend monthly. Right. But I don't think people understand this piece. And, And I want to say this the right way. Today's prices on homes are good. Oh, yeah. All right. So somebody could grab a home today 
okay, at 550, 650, 750, or whatever, whatever the price the number, is. Yeah. Okay, whatever the number is, all right? And the bottom line is, if they grab that home today and they have to pay seven, seven a quarter, seven and a half percent, or even higher, subject to their credit score and loan to value, what they don't understand is when these rates come down, when these rates get back into the sixes and the high fives, which were 18 months away from yeah. that, okay, here's what's going to happen. That house price there's going to be a demand for housing and that's going to push up the prices or make people not want a discount at all. So really you could probably get a pretty great price on a house today versus what the hell is going to happen in 18 to 24 months. So there's two things. Number one, and you, you've touched on it and, and I just can't, I can't make this big enough. There are so many buyers on the sidelines right now, thousands and thousands Absolutely. and thousands of buyers. When the, when the rates come down, and probably it's going to need to be below six before we're going to see it, right. we're going to see a gold rush toward houses You're that right. is unprecedented. And people that are buying today, I mean, in 36 months, you might see 30 to 40% appreciation because the demand is going to be so high. Right. And it's something that you touched on a few minutes ago. Home sales prices have dipped. But you know what? Just like you said, not all sellers are willing to discount. Right. Because they, they know they have to get XYZ out of their house so they can buy the next house. The only ones that are discounting are transferees right now. Right. I, I looked at a house right before we did this podcast. People have moved to the East Coast. They've knocked it was it's a million dollar home. They've knocked it down hundred and fifty thousand dollars in three weeks. Exactly. And along with the uh, people that want to go around, drive around, just look at homes today. Uh, I talked to a guy up here in Carmel at um, a builder's development, and he says, our foot traffic is very, very low for new construction right now. And and they are getting some buyers and some, cause, because a new construction, they're giving some deals. Right. Okay. What, what people don't understand is that the builders are taking a seven and a half percent rate and they're buying it down to five or in the fours. Right. Okay. To get the people in the home for the first two, three, four years. Right. Okay. And then you're going to have a rate adjustment. You've got to understand what you're buying today. Yeah, the teaser rates make me a little nervous because that's what got us in trouble Absolutely. A, a bunch of years ago. And and I, I'm okay with uh, an adjustable rate that adjusts once, let's just say. Right. You know, we had so many problems back before 2010, and this is why it's not going to be this way this time, where it was, it was the first year was 3%. The second year was 4.25%. The third year was 5 and 3 quarters percent. And so by the time you add property taxes in on those things, and everybody's gone out and bought a bunch of furniture, and these are first-time homebuyer homes, you know, you had people in real trouble because the rates were accelerating upward. I don't see that becoming the case today because those are not universally out there. It's just a very different environment. Anybody who thinks they're waiting for the market to crash, you're not going to be happy. It's not going to crash. We, we have a moderation. We're not going to have a crash. Right. I, I believe we're not going to have a crash at all. Matter of fact, I think we're coming out of this a little bit right now when we're talking about our economy. Things there are there, There's a little few things that are sparking up to show some positivity in the market, even in the Wall Street. I mean, it's not all bad. Well, the, the very simple numbers, like, and you know, uh, people be getting jobs is a huge issue in the national economy, and it's going to affect interest rates. It's going to affect home mortgage rates. And the reality is we're still adding jobs, and wages are still going up. So as long as that happens, we're still growing. And that tells right. you that ultimately the, 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 the rates are not going to come down until that moderates. Well, right it's, now funny, it's funny you said that. Rate lock volume plummets, and 
least affordable housing market in 40 years. Okay, it, it fell 1.5% in August, and the rates have gotten higher since August. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to see a little bit more of a slowdown right now. We're probably going to see a little bit of a slowdown in the fall, but the people that have their homes listed for sale, obviously they want to, they're, they're, they're in the market to sell, yeah. and they're in the market to buy. Yeah. And I think this, I've, I'm going to go back to something that I used to talk about uh, six months ago or a year ago, you know what? Buy the house and date the rate. Yeah. You know, go get yourself a 30 year fix at seven, seven and a quarter, seven and a half, or possibly a 210 buy down for uh, a person selling the home. But the bottom line is, you can get yourself a great house today and then refinance it in 24 months. And I think the people who are buying wisely, I Rightly. might add, they're, they're anticipating, A, they know that the, the, the values are going to go up when the rates come down. They right. know they're going to go up. So they're going to say, I'm going to I'm gonna suck it up and put up with the high mortgage rates for 24 to 30 months or whatever right. it's going to be. Right. And they'll they'll either refinance or they'll sell and they'll make a whole bunch of money in well, three years. That, well, that's right. But, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people today, what you can do is you can have a home for two years. So you owe 28 years left on your house. Just go in and refinance your home for 28 years. You don't have to go back to a 30. Drop your rate, drop your payment, and move forward. You're not doing anything. And if the rates get low enough, take it from a 30 to a 20. I've seen people do it. Yeah. There's a lot of ways that you can be creative. Creative about, financing. Yeah. About month to month. And by the way, that's not just today. That's going to be a year from now and two years from now and three years from now. There's going to be opportunities if you can if you can afford to do it or buy less and still buy because you're going to reap a windfall in three to four years from right now. Exactly. And, you know, so what are you seeing? Okay, you, you're up here in Hamilton County all the time here in Indianapolis, Indiana market, metro markets. What are you seeing in Hamilton County and Zionsville? Are you, what about the big homes? Are you seeing the 1.2s, the 1.5s? The 900s, what are you seeing in that kind of traffic right they, now? They have to, if a home comes on the market at 1.3 or 1.8 or whatever it may be, um, they have to match the demands of the market perfectly. And I'll give you an example. I was just in a home, I think it was 1.3, they just lowered it, and it, it was a lovely home, impeccably cared for, really well done. The main level had five different kinds of flooring on it. There were two different kinds of hardwoods. They were the same color, but they were two. And for someone who's buying at a high level of price, they want it to be right all over the place. They don't want to have to go back and tear the flooring out of the ma entire main level. Spend $30,000. They want Absolutely. it to be. They want Chip and Joanna. They want it turnkey. Honestly, Chip and who? Chip and Joanna, even at that price. They, they want it turnkey. They don't want to have to come in and do tons of work. Everybody wants it done. Greg, when people are asking about selling their homes right now in this market, okay, hey, Greg, we're thinking about listing our home. Um, how many days are you telling them you think it's going to take if they priced a home right? It depends. That's a big thing First right now. First of all, I, I would go back to one step before that. I would ask them what their motivation for selling is right now. Okay. If you got to be in Alpharetta, Georgia in two weeks for a job, or you got to be in Boulder or wherever you're going to go, that's a different selling equation. Candidly, I've got people right now who are looking to buy houses now because they think they're going to make a great deal, and they're going to make a good deal this fall up right. until Christmas. There's going to be excellent opportunities for people to buy, even with reduced inventory. If you're buying and you, you can do that before you sell, I'm telling people to wait till January 2nd to put their homes on the market. If they don't have to sell, because that's going to be a whole new market. Exactly. And the construction, uh, we have a, I have a neighbor that is selling their home, staying here in Carmel. And I said, what are you selling now for? He goes, well, I'm going to build a home right now because my home will be done in about eight months to nine months. I said, what, what made you do this? Here's exactly what he said. He goes, one, I wanted the lot. I wanted a certain house. 
Okay. He goes, I don't want to see this market screw up any more than it is. He goes, but I think the rates are going to come down and I think I will save money through the whole transaction once I get in my house. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I got a nice house. I'm going to sell it. Right. He goes, I'm not going to get last year's prices. I'm going to get this year's prices. Right. His construction perm loan, okay, is at six and a quarter percent when he did it. And he says, I think I got a good deal. So the bottom line is this, okay, there are people out there that just want to move and get something else, correct? Yeah, I, th I think at this time of the year, that's a different equation. I mean, I, I think that, look, because we haven't had that many homes for sale at the same time, right. people started their home searches earlier and earlier. In Indiana, it used to be we never started looking for homes till the weather warmed up. And now they're out there on January 2nd. I was I showed a $600,000 home on the 2nd of January this year. There were four cars in the driveway when I got there to show it. It was the first day on the market. It's in January. That never used to happen, but it does now. Point being, the real estate and housing market expends a tremendous amount of energy. Homes get bought regularly, really hard and fast, up and through the middle of the summer. And then it starts to slow down because so many people are doing that activity earlier in the year than they used to. Well, here's another thing I want to touch on, Greg. Okay, so you're thinking about selling your home, okay, whether uh, you're moving out of state or you're thinking about building another home. And they're, I mean, look, builders are selling homes, yep. not as fast as they want, but they are selling their homes mm -hmm. to like neighbors like mine. Here's the question. When you're picking an agent, you got to, uh, my opinion is you got to hire somebody that has experience. Let's talk about that a little bit. You know, you know I, I, I don't want to get somebody and I'm not knocking the new agent, but I don't want to get somebody that's been out there selling homes for six months or a year that has not been through this. If they, if they've been out there selling homes for six months or a year, they must, must, must have great teammates around them and a great team leader. Because otherwise they have no resource to fall back on. And experience is the absolute most important thing for a broker. We talked about this a little bit before. Most, most consumers don't know this. 48% of the realtors in the Board of Realtors of Indianapolis have not sold a home this year. Zero. Half of the realtors haven't sold a home. 75% have sold less than five. That's not experience. No. You have no idea how to navigate weekly changes in the market to guide your clients. So in other words, if you're just a lone agent out there by yourself trying to do this and you don't have people around you who have been doing it for decades, the odds are it's not going to go well. Well, that's exactly right. So that's why you have to get an experienced agent. And it's funny, we were talking about before the show, um, Greg, what's one of the top three things? You're with Compass Real Estate. What are the top three things that you love about your company? Uh, I, I love that everybody at, at performs at an extremely high level. I don't. I want to be around people who are succeeding at a high level. You know, I'm in three or four different group text streams, and what that means is that seven o'clock on a Saturday night. I know we're all bugging each other on Saturday evening, but sometimes Fine. we do this. Yeah. But I might have 10 or 12 people in a text stream in my company, and I might say, holy cow, does anybody know a foundation specialist? Or does anybody know this? I mean, I, if I need help with a resource, there are all these incredibly talented people there to help me. And it's there's I'm never going to have a situation where I can't, if I need a resource, find the resource. Okay, that that's number one. Give me another one. Technology is unbelievable. 
the artificial intelligence is unbelievable in, in our company. And, and a lot of companies did not invest at the same level. I mean, I'm just grateful enough to be able to use it. I didn't have anything to do with the origin of it. Of but, course. But Compass has been investing so hard in technology. I mean, Tony, if I have your email and you're in my database, I will wake up. If, let's just say you, you went and we're having some fun and we're searching for homes in Naples, Florida. Right. One, one, set, one, one Tuesday night. Right. I would wake up the next morning. Just because you're in my database, and I would see that Tony Carter has been searching for homes in Naples, Florida. I love that. It finds you on the web and right. tells us as brokers. I know it's a little creepy. This is the world we live in. If you say applesauce on your phone, you're going to get a bunch of ads for applesauce. That's what this is. Right. But it also allows us to perform and serve at a much higher level than if you don't have that. Listen, AI is here, and I know it's a, I know it's a buzzword and this and that. But it is it's going to here. It is going to steamroll mm -hmm. the process of buying and selling homes. It's not going to eliminate agents because somebody's got to negotiate the, the inspection. But it is going to steamroll a great percentage of agents who do not get on board. Okay, with that's the technology. number two. Give me a short one on number three. Oh my gosh, I, I think the fact that uh, this is probably a little bit inside, but I, I think it's important. I work for one company. I'm not a franchise. I don't right. work for a franchisee. Right. I, I can call the CEO of the company. This, you know, we got 30,000 employees. I can call the CEO of the company and he'll call me back. Or he'll send me an email. I mean, I'm texting with Rob Rifkin. It's unbelievable to me right. to be able to have the resource where if I want to, if I got somebody who's going to Miami, I call my friend at the Compass Brokerage in Miami. She takes care of them. I mean, it's not the same. And I realize, yes, uh, these other companies all have the same first names, but they're not owned by the same people. And there is a distinct difference. And it shocked me when I first went to Compass two years ago. It shocked me. It's been two years, hadn't it? Two and a half. Just wow. Well, just over two. Yeah. It shocked me the loyalty that people have in this company to each other because they're all a part of the same organization. And right. that just blew my mind. Hey, let's uh, talk about somebody real quick. Our good friend? <laughs> Our good friend. She's not going to like that. Oh, no, we'll say nice things. About yeah, let's say nice things. What about, uh, have you talked to Carrie Holly? Oh, yeah, she's she's doing, she's having another great year. Her team is awesome. I think she's added some team members this year. Um, you know, she's got a great business, and I have lots of respect. Yeah, and she's coming out with a uh, podcast that I'm going to be uh, working on with her, and she's going to be really concentrating on the luxury market. Yeah, there's, there's going to be, there's a, and there's a great story to tell there. And what's interesting, and I think we, we don't talk, about this a lot, but I think it's something that Carrie can handle really well with her level of experience. You know, it's important if you're in that market to understand as a contrast what's going on in different places in the country. Oh, yes. And Carrie understands that. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking from Chicago to Miami to Naples, Florida. We're going to be touching base with some of her uh, connections down there. But Greg, we're not only going to be talking about just luxury housing, we're going to talk about some luxury life living experience of things that you bring in your homes and what homes have in them yeah. today. Lifestyle. It's all about yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. And it's crazy of what, uh, how some of these people live in a different way than we do. Yeah. Okay. And some of the crazy things that go in these houses. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think luxury is having a, a doormat at the front and the back of my house. But obviously, for the people who have great resources, I'm kidding. Obviously, for people who have great resources, uh, luxury is a complete lifestyle. And it's not just about a house. It's about Things that go on in the house, around the house, going how, to the house, getting to the house. How do you how you use the house? Yeah, it's it's a very broad topic, and it's one that in our business, you know, people think of real estate agents just people who buy and sell the house or help buy, help buy and sell the houses. It's not. It's about understanding the entire lifestyle of a home that you're involved in in a transaction. Exactly. Every, in every respect. Well, you know, um, Carrie Holly obviously is a Compass agent. Also, am I correct? She's mm -hmm. one of the. Was she the first founding member here? I believe she was, actually. We were, we were Our team was second right behind her. 
Uh-huh. And um, she's won a lot of awards. Well, too. yeah, she's look, she's incredibly successful, and that's the kind of that's the kind of person I want to be around in my company. Right. And and that's why I'm a part of the organization. Well, hey, Greg, thanks for talking this market. Uh, we'll get with you next week, and we're gonna be talking about maybe some more local things here in our market when it comes to uh, uh, some of the stats, but what's going on in the market? Anything that you can tell a buyer or seller, Greg? You know, have great advocacy. I cannot tell you. And now more than ever, this is not just running out and, and slapping a contract in front of somebody. This is not just sticking a for sale sign in somebody's yard. You got to have somebody who really understands the market and helps you achieve goals. Because there's a lot of people that, get, that dip their toe in the water who aren't successful at buying. They make five offers and don't get a home bought, who aren't successful at, at selling a home because the home is radically mispriced or right. whatever it may be. So you need great advocacy. Okay, Greg. Hey, thank you everybody for listening to our podcast. Uh, I'm sitting here with Greg Cooper from Compass Real Estate, and um, we'll talk to you soon. That's a wrap for today's segment on Indie Podcast. If you're eager to expand your understanding of the Indie real estate market or perhaps curious about your current value of your home, contact Greg Cooper at Compass Real Estate. You can reach him directly at 317-441-7166. That's 317-441-7166. This is Tony Cardenas. Stay tuned, stay informed, and join us for more discussions. Until next time, this is the IndiePodcast.media signing off.